Hi, welcome back to On The Daily. This is your host, Danielle. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about your reticular activating system, also known as the RAS. I've done a few episodes on this before, but it's part of our rewiring series. So if you're just tuning in for the first time, this is part three of my August rewiring series, where we're going to talk about how to rewire subconscious limiting beliefs, the beliefs that slow us down, the beliefs that keep us small, the beliefs that keep our ego in the driver's seat. We're talking all about how to reframe that, how to grow from it. And um, in each part, I'm kind of giving you a different piece to look at. And at the end, it's going to fit as one big puzzle. So in this episode, we are talking about the reticular activating system. And so I hope that you listen in. Hey friend, welcome to On The Daily. I'm your host, Danielle McCleary, and I am a quantum business coach. I'm the host of this podcast, I'm a multi six-figure entrepreneur, co-founder and president of HypeU Media and CEO of Danielle on the Daily Coaching. What I'm really interested in is helping you live a life and have a business that is a full body yes. So through all of my education and all of my experience, I'm bringing you two episodes a week where I will guide you and give you the tools necessary to scale a massive, sustainable and sexy business using your intuition, wealth energetics and human design. What we can call it is business biohacking. So if you're down for that, then I say let's frickin' go. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, so in this segment of the rewiring series, this is part three of the rewiring series, and we're going to be talking about the reticular activating system. Now, the reticular activating system is also known as your RAS. This is a network of neurons that is located in your brain stem. So scientifically, it's responsible for our wakefulness, right? The ability to focus. It's also responsible for our fight or flight. So the reticular activating system is connected to both our conscious and our subconscious brain, our reptilian brain and our frontal cortex. So it's kind of this gatekeeper, if you will, that kind of helps us to filter information. The reticular activating system can control and does control what we perceive in our consciousness. Uh, and ultimately then perceive how we perceive the world around us. So I always like to think as the of the reticular activating system as a really great bouncer of a club. Like have you ever been to a club or you could even think of it as like, the guards at Buckingham Palace, like no one is getting through there. Like if they are not letting you by, you're not getting by. And that's very similar to the RAS. It is, it is really good at what it does. And so if it decides a piece of information is not going through or not passing between subconscious and conscious mind, then it's not doing that. And what this means is it really takes instructions from your conscious mind and it passes those instructions or thoughts or beliefs or conditioning onto your subconscious. A few examples of this would be um, if you, so the instruction of uh, like, listen out for anybody that says my name. Once that information is passed from conscious to subconscious mind, you're always going to hear your name called without consciously listening for your name called. Because like, if you think about it, if you're out and somebody just says like, if somebody says, Danielle, like I'm going to turn around, but I'm not like out consciously thinking, is anybody going to call my name? Like that's just not what's consciously going through my mind. But because that, those instructions were passed from my conscious mind to my subconscious mind, my subconscious mind, which as we learned in part one is responsible 
responsible for 95% of our thoughts. It's holding a lot more information. It's storing a lot more information. It's processing a lot more information. It's always going to be on the lookout for it. So it's kind of like your conscious mind is this, like, is a regular computer. Your subconscious mind is a supercomputer and your RAS is the USB that decides what's going to conscious or subconscious. So it's kind of how they all work together. Um, another example of this, which I'm sure you can relate to if you've ever really like wanted a car. So like, let's say you really want a black G wagon. You're giving that instruction. Your conscious mind is thinking, I want a black G wagon. So that information, those instructions are going to pass through to your subconscious mind. And that is why when you want a certain car, all you see is that car on the road. So this happened to me. I really wanted a white Mercedes at one point when I was in my network marketing business and I really wanted this white Mercedes. I kept thinking about, I consciously thought about how I wanted this white Mercedes. And then everywhere I went, I saw a white Mercedes, even though I wasn't consciously looking for it. But that's because my RAS, my reticular activating system had passed that information to my subconscious mind. And so my subconscious mind was like, actively looking for it, even though consciously my mind was not. So you think about this is how the brain works, right? This is how this piece of your brain works. So this can also fall for things that we're not so proud of, right? So if you, let's say you, the thought is, I want this, but I don't think I'm good enough for it. Or, you know, if you, let's say you enter, um, okay, let's say you enter like a mastermind space, right? I have a mastermind and my clients sometimes deal with this. You enter a mastermind space, but there's this belief, this thought that you have where you're like, everyone in here is so much better than me. I don't think I'm, I don't think I belong here. That information is like now that information is acting more now as an instruction. So that instruction is passing to your subconscious mind. And so now with the help of the RAS, the subconscious mind is going to be looking for examples of why you are not good enough every single second. So things that like shouldn't affect you all of a sudden do. And then you just feel that around every turn, you're getting proof that you're not good enough for this space. And that's when your ego starts to win, which we're going to talk about our ego in the next part. But that's where your ego starts to win because your ego is this, it's kind of like a small child that just doesn't really, <laughs> it doesn't like to be wrong and it doesn't like its routine changed and it really has all of these like rules associated with it. So if you believe, if the thought consciously is that you're not good enough for this space, well, now your subconscious mind, because your RAS had, has been like, hey, you take care of this thought. You handle this. Well, subconscious mind, the, this is the thing about our minds, guys, like subconscious or conscious mind, it doesn't know good or bad. It doesn't process good or bad thoughts. It's just thoughts. So it's like you can, it could be a bad thought. I'm not good enough for this space, but to the, your subconscious mind, it doesn't know that. It's just going to process the information. It's going to show you proof of whatever you're thinking about most because your RAS has given it permission to do so. So these instructions that you establish for your reticular activating system essentially become your core beliefs and the goals that you set right? So whatever these things are, this part of your brain is going to look for evidence of it. Doesn't matter. Like I said, doesn't matter if it's good or bad. It doesn't know good or bad. It's just going to look for evidence of what those beliefs are because fight or flight, right? It's job. Your 
subconscious mind wants to protect you. So if you're thinking something, your brain is going to go, yeah, 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 see, 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 I told you so. Even if that's not the thought you want to have. So now you're you maybe starting to think like, oh my gosh, like this is how beliefs like money doesn't grow on trees or, you know, you're never going to get what you want or, you know, money is the root of all evil. These beliefs that you have, your if you if that's the belief that your conscious mind has, then that your reticular activating system is going to pass that information to your subconscious mind, and it's going to show up in ways of like you being stolen from, you being tricked, you being, uh, you know, money being a problem in your family. Like it's just going to be all around you because your RAS is making sure that your part that part of your brain is going to have evidence of it. And it's going to stop you from seeing anything that doesn't support these core beliefs, right? So that also can go for goals. So if you start to believe that you are meant for more, that, you know, money isn't the root of all evil. If you start to believe that, you know, you are powerful because you say so, then that's what will be fed to your subconscious mind through your reticular activating system. And then that's what you will get proof of every single moment. So in the next episode, we're really going to talk about limiting beliefs and where they come from. And to do that, we're going to talk a lot about the ego. We've kind of talked about the ego a little bit throughout, but really we're going to dive into how limiting beliefs come to be, which you might be starting to see with the description of what the reticular activating system is. So make sure you tune in on Tuesday for our next episode, which we'll be learning all about limiting beliefs and your ego. Bye. Bye.